0: Welcome to C3 Church Tablet. You're about to hear a message from our senior pastor, Bill Oldfield. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. Because all that I am, Lord, follow you all of my days. No looking back, I've left behind my former way. What a message it will revolutionize your life, I, I, I think this can I just say this right at the start? who, who wants to experience God who wants to who 's a bit frustrated they 're not experiencing God that much and you know you look on the front row and pastor Julie's experiencing God Garth uh, is and Jamie is, and look at all these great guys uh, Evan Marty didn't Marty do a great job Luke Tash, and uh, all these great guys and um, but look. You all are, I know, experiencing God in your own way. And ultimately, you have experienced God's great love. I hope you have, have you? You've ultimately, I'm going to talk about that because that is paramount to be able to reach out to others that you have actually indeed experienced God's great love because you can't, you really can't invite or witness or testify about God if you just got theology or some good arguments. It doesn't work. Forget that, just lose that. please don't represent C3 Tugra with that sort of game plan. But please represent the King, Jesus, and our church, if it's love. It's imbued with love. it's saturated with love. And, and, and you know it hasn't even got a Bible verse in it, but they just know when they look in your eyes and you're talking to your friend at work, they just know by looking at you, by your countenance that you sincerely believe in them and love them. Amen. And then if you've got a scripture for that, please drop that in and it'll be powerful. Amen? So this is really about getting out of your safe zone, coming out of your comfort zone, and where God uses you beyond your own ability, because this is, this is radical for some people to do this. You know, radical, radical. Kate Bush just announced that she's going to do, she's my age, she's 50, 56. She's just announced she's going to do uh, six eight dates in uh, live date. she's a singer, she's the most outstanding artist from the 70s, who knows Kate Bush? But in, and, and she, man, she did some extraordinary work and she was on TV. She was the forerunner of everything you see now almost, forget Lady Gaga and that, she was doing that way before. She was successful and she was doing that for about five years and then in 1980, she just retired, literally retired at the height of her powers. And, um, and of course she, f- she said she just got herself so far out that she felt vulnerable and, and she uh, pulled back and retired to the country and uh, everyone was grieved because uh, she didn't perform didn't do interviews but just this week she says I'm going to come out I'm going I'm to I'm perform again which is awesome news but why I say that is that I think a lot of people are like Kate Bush. They got saved, they went public, they did a lot of great stuff, and Kate Bush was incredible with, with um, projecting her art through dance and through every medium she could conjure up, and, and she used to do it brilliantly, and it was, it was an experience to watch her. And, and then something happened for her where she just felt vulnerable, and she pulled herself back and um, and she stopped every. She stopped being a public figure. I think that can happen to us. I, I think some of us have done a Kate Bush on God, and we've we've gotten saved and it's been brilliant. We've went public with our friends and family, and, and we used to verbalise our great new faith in God. And then we pull back and we say we're not doing any more interviews, not to any workmates, not to anyone's sports pals, not to anyone, not even my immediate family. I won't even won't even share the testimony of who I am, what happened to me anymore. It's my private experience. And of course, I said last week, when people think that your spirituality is private, they will allow you to keep it to yourself. Because that's what we do to Buddhists, that's what we do to most other Scientologists, other religions. If we we, we believe that this is a private thing, a private affair, their religion, they will, they will, they will give you the, the decency to to let you just have that as a private, secret thing, and then they'll just leave you alone. Oh, this is a lot of quietness in the house. Do you know what I mean? So if you don't go public on, on Facebook and don't go public on all these other mediums and. They, they will just leave that area alone because that's private to you. It's like people's finances. Some people are very private about their finances. And, and if that's private to you, people won't talk about it and won't share about it. Amen? Is this, is this making sense? But if people know that you're outgoing with your faith, they might, they might ask you, they might, they, they might converse with you on that level. But if it's private, they will not converse with you on that level. So that's where you're stuck. You're living like Kate Bush. You're just living. She lived in the, retired into the country on a $6 million property with a high, very high fence. And uh, no one could get to her. And no one saw her even in the local town. She was just so stuck. And she said, this year it's do or die. I'm going to perform. And so and everyone's celebrating because she's such a marvelous talent, amen. Let me tell you this, um, that th- this, this message is called Eyes Wide Open. It's how to live the full adventure of knowing and doing the will of God, part two. Amen. <laughs> it's, 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 it, this, this will be a foundation for you to live your life in a most extraordinary way and to experience God. I believe, I believe this. The best way that you can experience God is do like what Marty did. You saw the vulnerability of Marty. He comes, he's a country guy. He's in the big smoke now. He's from Victoria. His <laughs> folks own large properties. And he, he, it, by, all, by all strains of thought, he should be living in the country. And, uh, but God did a number on him, he experienced God, and he believes this is where the purposes and plans of God are for him through this church, amen? So he stands up here. We ask Marty. He's, no, he hasn't done it for a while, but he was doing it a lot when he was here before. He, he hosted. You can see the vulnerability of him, and uh, we're barracking for him. Come on, Marty! But as he got going, you can see God flowing through him and use him. Amen. I, I think witnessing is very much like the same thing, or playing in the playing in the band, and and that's that's where you experience God. It, it, it's actually. When you, when you launch out of your comfort zone and you think you're gonna fall, but God catches you or he teaches you to fly. You go, oh, and you jump and you go, hang on, I'm flying, yeah, I'm doing this, Pastor Phil, I'm doing it. And that's what witnessing is like, and in that moment, that's where you experience God. It's the same thing with giving. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to give. Oh, okay. And you experience God's provision in your life. Amen? It's the same thing with witnessing. I believe this, the more I study this, the the most, the most opportunity you will have to experience God is being obedient to God. Being obedient to God and allowing yourself to be used of God. So experiencing God, knowing, doing the will of God. Yeah, that's right. What's it look like? Well, I believe this. When you get saved, this scripture comes into play massively, massively. It's true. 2 Corinthians 5.20. Here we go. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. So you're standing with your friend. I don't care where, because God is... I want to use this premise. I want to use this premise. Listen to this. This is important. No matter where you go, no matter what time of day, when you stand with your friends, unsaved, saved, God is working in their life. God is working in their life. And God is making an appeal to them. Your spirit is busting at the bit trying to do something to help that reconciliation of their life back to God. It could come through gentleness, kindness, a facial expression, a handshake, a hug. It could come through flowers. It could come through a card. It could come through a gift. It could come financially, but it comes through words a lot. Amen? (laughs) Making His appeal through us. So unfortunately and fortunately when you're saved you join the mission of God you are now on a mission with him you can't do Kate Bush you can't just have a home in Berkeley Vale put a high fence around it and say I'm not a public figure I'm not I'm not I'm not going public with this stuff you you, you can't I'm not doing any interviews thank you We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. That's that's what your spirit is saying when you stand with your friend. Be reconciled. Oh, I got drunk last night. Your spirit's saying, be reconciled to God. Your friends say, oh, these drugs are getting a hold. Be reconciled to God. I'm out of job, I can't get work. Be reconciled to God. Oh, I've got this health situation. Be reconciled to God. That's what your spirit... That's the response of your spirit, amen? John seventeen three. as much as God wants you to do for him, the ultimate thing is this. Now, this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God in Jesus Christ whom you have sent. So ultimately, what God wants is to know you, to know our friends, but to know you, and in that intimate relationship, Powerful results. Powerful results. Ephesians 3.20 says it like this, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is work within us. So Marty's standing here. He's, he's acting on behalf of the Lord. He's serving on behalf of the Lord. That power within Marty got the job done. That power to do and play in the in the team, which is one of the most phenomenal experiences that I've ever had, because in the early days, we had hardly any musicians. It was Pastor Phil and Julie doing everything, including we were in the band, we were taking up the offering, uh, we were standing at the door, and uh, you know, <laughs> but one of the powerful things was serving in the worship team and experiencing God like that. Last week, we talked about uh, how best to represent God, and of course, we're going to talk about the nature and the character of God. The na- it's so important to understand the nature and the character of God, and that only comes by revelation. If you listen to the, uh, the podcast of last week, we rounded it up by um, mentioning all the names of God, who He is. He's our deliverer. He's our healer. He's our shepherd. He's the bread of life. See, unless you experience those names, they're not real to you. See, we talked about Abraham saying to his son, he's just about to scale this mountain. He's being obedient to God. He's got his one and only son. Sound familiar? He's got his one and only son, Isaac. He said, Isaac, we're going up the mountain. We're gonna do a sacrifice, but where's, where is the offering? And Abraham says, God will provide. Genesis 22, eight, Abraham answered, God Himself will provide, and we know, amen, that God provides. So, right there, Abraham experienced God, and he called that place Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Who's experienced God? Just we're experiencing God right now with this driveway. This is why it's a brilliant thing to do this individually, but corporately, let's. Engage God and trust God and experience God that He is our provider. Like Marty was saying, I was faithful, I persevered, I did not fluctuate, I I continued to be faithful in my giving, and I have experienced God. Well done. You just passed one big module in the kingdom of God, the very reason you're on planet Earth. Trust God. You just got flying colors. High distinction, Marty. Marty. Just like Jamie, she's getting high distinctions with all the childcare stuff. Well, you better watch out for this guy, man. He's coming at you spiritually. <laughs> not <in child> care. <laughs> He's not in childcare, no. He doesn't want to do childcare. There's a direct correlation, John 14, 21. Now, I've just got to move on very quickly now, but I've got to get this through because this is powerful. There's a direct correlation in knowing God, serving God, being obedient to God, doing His will there's a direct correlation in really knowing him. Let's look at this, John 14, 21. Whoever has my commands, my will, my instruction to you, that is, my commands is God's will, God's instruction, God's directive to you. Whoever has my commands and obeys them, and obeys them, the largest word in Christendom, obey. (laughs) He is the one who loves me. So if you're obeying him through what he's given you as instruction, by his word, and by the spirit, because we get sometimes, and a lot of the times, just intuitiveness that we should respond and witness to our friends, or give to the driveway, or do something like that. And when you're obedient like that, the Bible is inferring here, he is the one who loves me. He who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and show myself to him, boom experiencing God, bang, you just experienced God. God showing Himself to you in that moment. Here I am, well done, well done. I bet Marty was up here and he felt Jesus right there, the Holy Spirit right there, and the Father's smile upon him. He's just going, this can be done in God. Talking about knowing God's nature. It's paramount to understand God's nature, to be able to witness to people, to be able to share and testify and, you know, be real about who God is. So important. Um, 1 John 4, 7, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. So what is God? Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love God does not know God because God is love. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. There's something about knowing God that enables you to be obedient and to reach out. Right there, the most powerful revelation that you and I need is that He loves us. Like that song says, that Jesus called you. He loves us, He loves us. Yeah. That when you understand truly, infinitely, in the deepest recesses of your life, when you know it in your heart of hearts, and there's not a scaric of shadow or, 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 or taintedness, that God loves you, man, that will turn you into a, a, a nation changer, a history maker, amen? If you, Because, you, man, you, you'll do anything. I'm stepping out, man, look at me. God loves me. I'm going to step out of the boat, like Pastor Garth said last week. He said, you know, stepping out of the boat is a a crisis of faith. But if you, I will say, if you know the love of God, you will step out. You will step out of your Cape Bush lifestyle. (laughs) I, I just got that on the run. I'm sorry to use that. I hope that's working for you. God created you for a love relationship with Himself. He yearns for your love. The call to relationship is also a call to be on mission with Him. If you want to know God's will, you must respond to His invitation to love Him wholeheartedly. So if you want to do His will, you need to respond to Him in love. As you begin to think about knowing and doing God's will, you need to know who God is. Yes and amen. So let's look at three aspects of his nature, and uh, I think we've got a PowerPoint. I just want to preempt before I go there. One, God is love. His will is always best. This is profound. God, you want me to do this, and, and, and really, is it is it really my best life to do that? Is that really the best for me to do? To risk my reputation with my friend? Is that really in my own interest? Is that or just your interest? No, God is saying it is within your interest and my interest and it is best for you. God's love, his will for your life. God is love, his will is always best. Two, God is all knowing. This is the foundation of you stepping out. This is the, the foundation right now if Kate Bush was in this audience, she'd be getting blessed from this right now. If she, because she, she, she'd be struggling, no doubt. She's, she's got issues, no doubt. But this is what she needs. God is all knowing. He knows everything from yesterday, today, and forever. His directions are always right. His directions are always right. Three, God is powerful. He can enable you to accomplish his will. Can you really do it if I step out of my comfort zone? Kate Bush is really going to be, She's. can she do it? She's going to be really under the pump to, to come out because there's a lot of pressure on her. She is an icon. She is a legend. Can she come out and perform? This is yet to be seen. But praise God, we're not Kate Bush. We are, born again, Spirit-filled, God within us can do all things, people of God, amen? And when you step out, Jessica up there singing, she can do it, Jessica Scott. She's there, she's, I don't know, she's sometimes thinking, I don't know what I'm doing up here, but I guess I can do it. You, you can see a fluctuating, I don't know what I'm doing here, just get me out of here. I said, no, no, I can do this, I can do all the things through Christ who strengthens me. You 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 people. <laughs> I'm gonna send you over to England to Cape Bush. One John four sixteen. God is love. He doesn't do love, he is love. That's his nature. And every dealing with you cannot be contrary to his nature. Every dealing with you, even discipline and judgment, it's all based in love, amen. John 3:16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. The most famous, but it's all steeped in love. Amen. 1 John 3:16. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us that we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. Your trust in the love of God is crucial, my friends. It needs to be the most powerful influence in your life. What did I say? God's love needs to be the most powerful influence in your love, in your life. His love. Profoundly influencing you from the moment you get up to the end of your day, you just know that He is absolutely for you. His love never changes. Please, don't allow your heart to question God. He loves you. He loves you. Settle it on the front end of you desiring to know Him and experience Him. He loves you. He created you for that very relationship. It's a love relationship. It's not just a master and a servant. It's the love of God profoundly connecting you to Him. This is a good point. Your relationship with God right now reveals what you believe about Him. Another powerful statement. It is spiritually impossible for you to believe one way and practice another. If you really believe that God is love, you'll also accept the fact that His will is always best. You can't represent God properly in this great love affair he has for humanity if you're not absolutely made up your mind and you're convinced without a shadow of a doubt that he loves you do you believe that that he loves you you got to settle that and absolutely live by it but best is it best to follow the commands the instruction his will let's check this out few scriptures When you hear the words commands, judgments, statutes, or laws, your first impression is probably negative. However, it's all steeped in love. Deuteronomy 10, 12 says, and now, O Israel, what does the Lord your God ask of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, 10, 13, and to observe the Lord's commands and decrees that I am giving you today for your own good for your own good. Does that say own good up there? Does that version say own, for your own good? Not up there. Deuteronomy 10, 13, tell me when it's there. And to observe the Lord's commands and decrees that I'm giving you today for your own good, meaning for your best life. Let's continue on. Deuteronomy 32, 46 says it like this. He said to them, take to heart all the words, all the instruction, all my will, all my directives. Take that to heart. Take it to heart. I have solemnly declared to you this day so that you may command your children to obey carefully all the words of this Lord. 32.47, Deuteronomy 32.47 says, they are not just idle words for you. They are your life. They are your life, your best life. By them you will live long in the land you are crossing the Jordan to possess. So the foundation of those two scriptures is love. It's all about love. It's being convinced of his love. It's being convinced of his love, then you believe him. Then you trust him. When you trust him and believe him, you can be obedient to him. Amen? 1 John 5, 3 says, this is love for God. To obey his, this is love. What's love? What's the love of God? What's it, be, what's it mean to be in love with God? This is love for God, to obey His commands, to obey His will, to obey His directives. I think right now, we're experiencing God's love because we're talking about the community out there. Amen. He's God. This is awesome. I love this C3 Tigra church. That's what God's saying right now. God's peering over the Sapphire seal of heaven and he's looking down upon the church of the Central Coast. What, what, what are they speaking today? What are oh, that church. What are they, what's C3 talking about? Man, they're talking about souls and reaching out with my great love. I love this church. That church will experience God, amen? That sort of church will experience God. This is love for God to obey his commands, his will and his commands are not burdensome. God loves us deeply. And profoundly, because he loves us, he gives us these guidelines of the word of God. Because in life, life has many minefields. Minefields where there's bombs. And if you don't know where those bombs are, and if you wander from God's word, they will blow you up. Yeah. Imagine knowing someone who knows the way through that minefield. And you have to go through that minefield. Wouldn't you want to get close? Imagine Evan. Evan, stand up just right where you are. Evan, you know this minefield in front of me, and you know where the mines are. I, am I gonna say, oh, I don't care what you say? You know, Stop telling me what to do, I'll live my own life. You know, Who do you think you are, anyway? You're imposing yourself on me, you are. You're an you're imposing figure, aren't you? No, 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 I would be sticking closer than a brother to Evan right now, because he's gonna lead me through the minefield. Isn't that right? right. Through, past the bombs, the tragedy, the stuff, God bless you. You're a mighty man. And that's what God is trying to do through the Word of God. These commands are good for us. These commands are our best life. Is this making sense? Powerful. Mm. Is it warm? Got three more shirts to go. Deuteronomy 624. Let's see if that one comes (laughs) up. Sorry, Jonathan. Yes! Bingo! The Lord commanded us to obey all these decrees, all his will, all his directives, and to fear the Lord our God, so that we might always. Prosper for our good, for our best life, be kept alive, as in the case today. For if we are careful to obey all his laws before the Lord our God, as he commanded us, that will be our righteousness. If we we love him, if we know him, we love him. If we love him, we trust him. If we trust him, we believe Him, but if we believe in Him, we will be obedient to Him. If we know Him, we'll love Him. If we love Him, we trust Him. If we trust Him, we'll believe in Him. If we believe in Him, we'll be obedient to Him. Hmm. If we know Him, we'll love Him. If we love Him, we'll trust Him. If we trust him, we'll believe in him. If we believe in him, we'll obey him. What's the foundation? The love, the knowing, but the love, the love. I trust you, God. I trust you explicitly with my life. Of course, the second nature is God is all knowing, all knowing. You can be rest assured, his directions are always right. Is it right that we pursue 11 acres in Tugra? Is it right to build a church on this 11 acres? Is it right to pay this price to endure the hardships of rain, hail, and all the pioneering days? Is it right? Why can't we just have the luxury of a rented building down the road anyway? Is it right that you want us to do this to reach out to our friends and family, lay hands on them, believe for them to be whole, and made well? Is it right that I risk the relationship with my good friend at work by saying Jesus? Is it right? But God's all-knowing. He's omniscient. That is he's all-knowing. He possesses all knowledge, past, present, future. He's considered every factor. He knew Craig Scott would turn up one day into this church and help us build it because we came to the end of ourselves. We did as much as we could, Evan. That's when we got serious. We We said, God, send that person who can help build this church. This is killing us. Is it right? Yes, it is. God had considered Craig Scott to come to this church and be part of this house to complete his plans. Is God able? That's the third nature, because my time is up. What a shame. I couldn't tease that out. Isaiah 55, just on that second point, is it right? He's omniscient. He knows everything from, from, from yesterday, today, and forever. He knows what he's doing when he's lining you up, positioning you. It's always best and it's always right. His will is best for you, that's his love. And it's always right, his directives. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your, your ways my ways, declares the Lord. It's really hard to work out what God wants to do. It's beyond our natural ability to appropriate, to resolve. We gotta ask God, God, is that your will? Is that your will for me to go live, to perform eight concerts this year? Is it your will, Lord God, to go public, to become a a Christian who, who goes public for you? God is all powerful, that's the third nature. He can enable you to accomplish his will. God is omnipotent, that is, he is powerful, He's, he, he was able to create the world out of nothing, he can accomplish anything he purposes to do. Isaiah 46 verse 10 says, I make known the end from the beginning, from ancient days what is still to come. I say my purpose will stand, I will do all that I please. 46:11. Isaiah 46 11, from the east I summon a bird of prey from a far off land, a man to fulfill my purpose. What I have said, that will I bring about. What I have planned, that will I do. Is Noah the movie coming out shortly or is it out? Did, was Noah asked to build something where there was not even a large enough body of water to float such a boat? Yes. Was he asked to build a boat so big that could take two of every animal on the planet? Yes. Did God provide Strength for him to build that for 110 years? Yes. God enabled Gideon with 300 men to overcome 120,000 soldiers. Christ enabled the the 12 disciples to lay hands on the sick and rebuke demons. And God enabled Paul, the apostle Paul, to go out to Asia Minor and to the Gentiles and create the church, start the church. But right in the middle of all that activity is God. Right in the middle of all that activity is God, and when you're right in the middle of activity, right where we are right now, and uh, bringing you in now, when you're right in the middle of that God activity of God saying, "This is my will. This is my direction for your life. It is your best life. It is good for your life. I can n- enable you and equip you to do that." It, it is just like Moses asking to build a ask to build a, uh, an ark. This is what life's about. When you allow yourself to come out of your comfort zone and you find yourself right in the middle of God activity and you say, oh my God, I'm not, I'm not going to fall. He's catching me. Or I'm flying. I'm flying. And I'm doing this and experiencing God. I am experiencing God as I believe, trust, and obey him, I am experiencing his great love. This is what life's about. So if you're bored, if you're just living life mediocre, oh, yeah, yeah I suppose it's all right, been saved, born again, you know, whatever, whatever. That's where people get. When people say, Are you a Christian? Ah, oh, yeah, I guess so. not, yeah, I am. Have you got the faith to respond to a broken world? Have you got the faith to respond to someone's sickness? Have you got the faith to respond to people with God's great love? Or have you been so used to being sheltered? They, someone said, I used to see Kate Bush down at the local village. And I hardly recognized her, this old guy said. I knew it was her, but, but when I went up to her and said, you're Kate Bush. And she, her response was not like how I had imagined. She was reclusive. She was she was just almost shut down. Shut down. Are we shut down? Have we shut ourselves down? I'm not doing any more interviews. I'm not going live anymore. Forget about the mission. Forget about this stuff anymore. This is personal. Private Idaho. I don't know where that saying comes from, but it's just quick enough. I don't know what that means. Help me, Phil. Can private Idaho? It's just my little private. Just my little. You go to C3 Tugra? I do not. I do not go to C3 Tugra. You're the man. I saw you with C3 Tugra people there. I was not. I never knew the church. Yes, he's one of them. I saw him down there. His car was parked in their car park on a Sunday. It was not. I loaned my car to someone that day. Your will is my best life. Is it really my best life to put my children on the front line of ministry so that they can be... (laughs) Is it really right that I do that? And can you do what you said you could do, build a church in Wyom. Tugra. Can you really do that? Yes, 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 on three counts. It is our best life. It is right that we built this church. And three, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We will not fall. Whether he caught us or we learned to fly, we've been experiencing God while here, Maria, and we've been loving it. It's been the best days of our life, and I love it. Kate Bush, I feel for you. I know what it means to be an introvert. But can I tell you, you do those concerts this year Do them well, because you were born as a creative genius. Your art belongs to the world. The gospel belongs to this world through you, my friend. The gospel, let's all stand. God bless you, God bless you. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c 3 telgraorgau We hope to see you at church soon. There is no greater love than that of yours We want the world to know So we'll rise in selfless faith To live like Christ for all our days